Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be the host of the program today, rest of the day, rest of the hour, rest of two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours of the program today. So if you got two hours, sit back, enjoy. If you only got one hour, just just listen fast, I guess. You know, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, it, we'll get it all into you here. Don't worry, folks. Two hours flies by. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Um, hey, let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to the fellow patriots joining me today. Uh, on my right, back in the studio this week, live and in his chair, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. And, and still in one piece. Still, though, still in though, one piece. Though I am perforated in some areas. Let's let's bring uh, let's bring uh, all the folks up to speed on that that uh, may not have uh, you know had the opportunity to listen last week and um, uh, and, and let everybody know what's going on. You know, I, I'll, I'll preface it with saying you had uh, you had a skin cancer a cancer procedure done. You yes, know, it started skin cancer and uh, developed a little bit more than that. Yep, I guess. yep. It uh, it was a rather large section. Uh, had uh, surgery, had it removed. Uh, the incision area, let's say, right. Ended up being about, like, I want to say the, the measurements I remember, and I was under some very good prescription painkillers, <laughs> right, so I may right, be off. Right. Uh, was about nine centimeters long by about seven centimeters wide. Right, right. On the outside, I've got about 65 stitches. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, listen, I saw the pictures, haven't seen the, the scar it, itself. That looked more like nine inches than nine centimeters. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a big old scar there. Yeah, that's 65, that's 65 stitches. That's, um, that's a decent. That's uh, a. That's what do they call that. That's a. Uh, it's a nice little pattern you got going there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But now, I, I just keep remembering in the back of my back of my mind, chicks to get dig scars. Chicks dig scars. Chicks dig scars. Yeah. It's just weird though because now with the with the, the they, they cut the tattoo right in the middle. Now her head sits on her waist. You know, it's just <laughs> like they cut the pin up in half there. You know, it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's just. Hey. Just, hey <laughs> now I'm gonna have to get uh, my artist to do the. Uh, uh, add in the magician and like you know the girl in the box and now just all of a sudden you know, saw cut, the girl in half, half the old saw the girl in half technique. <laughs> That's a good one. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is you've got big big pattern there. You're uh, you're 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 good to go at, at, at this point. I mean they're they're continuing to do testing to make sure you're clear. Yes, all all of my results or all my tests had not come back yet. I did my first follow up 
uh, just this past Friday. Right. You know, if you're listening live, that was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the at, at the surgery site, I'm good. Right. Margins are clear. Right. Uh, they also during the surgery they removed one of my lymph nodes from underneath my left arm, and that's, right. that's still kind of tender. Yeah. Yeah. I could see the uh, the, the the greenish bluish marks from uh, <laughs> where they reached their hand down inside you. Oh yeah. It out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He mentioned he had to had to dig for it. It was yep. hiding on him. Yep. But uh, the results on the uh, biopsy on the lymph node have not come back yet, which I take that as a good thing. That they're, you know, he, the way it was explained to me, uh, he had to dumb it way down for yeah, me. Yeah, this is a good analogy, too. I like this. This yeah, is good. Yeah, he um, said they're looking at it on the cellular level. Right. They're, they're checking every single speck of it. Which is real good, because when they pull it out, they can't go, oh, yeah, that's cancer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he said it's, it's like throwing a nickel out onto a football field yeah. and then going up in the nosebleeds and looking for it with binoculars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, if it's taken this long and they still haven't found anything, it's either super, super small. Right. Or even better yet, it's not there. Exactly right. Exactly right. It's, um, it, it's, it's, you know, w- without the final definitive answer, it's the best news you can have up until this point. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it really is. It's, um, listen, we're continuing to look. We're looking and we're looking and we're looking. Mm-hmm. And we don't see anything yet, but we're continuing to look. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah. And it's not just, it's not, well, we don't have the answers yet. It's up. Listen, everything we've done until this point, we don't see anything. We're going to keep looking just to be sure. Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's great news. Yeah, this ended up being, um, uh, you know, listen, we got a couple minutes. Let's give the, the lesson to everybody. You know, you, you, you had something, and like all of us, uh, you know, tough guys, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh-huh. there was nothing. You know, it was no big deal. Yeah. Uh, it, it, in my particular case, it started off uh, as a birthmark right you now all my life, and it, uh, Slow, it started changing texture, right? And that che- texture became uh, brittle. And right. It, w- it would crack, and you know, I'd bleed a little bit. And mm-hmm. I started getting in the habit of uh, just covering it with a bandaid so it wouldn't, you know, stain my shirts. Right. And I just, you know, like you said, tough guy, just eh, patch it, move on, yeah. rub, rub some dirt in it, walk it off. Right. And finally, I realized that I'm using some of the big square adhesive because. You know, looking back on it now, I was a complete yeah, in denial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, complete dummy about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and, and it it started growing, and I'm still covering it with a band aid. Right. And then finally, I was like, No, I I need to go get this checked out. And I, well, it's on the skin, so I made an appointment with, with a dermatologist. Right. And when the dermatologist started looking at it, of course, going you know saying we're going to do all the tests for skin cancer or something like that. And, you, you know, started off, she was saying, well, those tests usually take about two weeks. Before I left the appointment, they were saying that they put a rush on it and they should know in a couple days. Right. They called me the next day. Okay. Yes, it is melanoma. Right. Uh, it ends up, uh, it's malignant melanoma. Right. And we've already scheduled an appointment for you for this next Friday. Right. And my appointment was on a Monday. Uh, with, to talk to a surgical oncologist. And nobody said anything to me, but doctors usually don't move that quickly. No, no, no. no. And Friday I'm talking to the uh, surgeon, and we scheduled surgery a week and a half after that date, and fast forward, here I am now. Yeah. You know, 65 stitches later. 65 stitches later, still waiting for the final, you know, piece yep. from them. Um 
and you did uh, probably exactly the same thing uh, I would do and half the other people out there listening would yeah. do. And uh, I guess that's the, uh, the point of this story is... Uh, get, get it checked out. I mean, guys, come on. We, you know, it, you're listening to us because you're into, um, simply put, machines that control explosions. You have a decent head on your shoulders. You know what the human body is supposed to be like and act like. Right. If something, it's not the way you think it should be, get it checked out. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Listen, it's a, that's a, the, the voice of new experience, you know, yeah. right there on you. And, you know, we, listen, we all know those people that, uh, whether it's personal friends, family members, or everybody else, and, you know, that they, they toughed it out and waited too long, and now they're not here. Yeah. You, you know? Unfortunately, yeah. So, uh, you know, Earl caught it in, in time and could could have could have been could have been the ten stitches the doctor planned originally. Yeah, you yeah, know? I think yeah he was he was if I remember correctly. Uh, again, I, I'm looking back through a fog of opioids. Yeah, uh, I think he was planning on less than ten. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, sixty five's way off. Well, well, thank <laughs> the Lord you're here. So you know we, we got that going for us. We, you know, which is nice. Yeah, um, I got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> uh, hey, stick around. We get back. Uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze should be joining us from uh, from out on the West Coast. Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. 
Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone and Pistol Studios. Hey, they're shipping. I don't know if you caught us last week. Uh, we talked to Mr. Kirk uh, Chelberg there from uh, Ideal Conceal. Nice. Shipping. When's shipping. mine going to get here? Shipping. Soon. Soon. <laughs> Soon. Yep. Yours. Soon. Mine. Uh, Major Bills, uh, I know Kevin's got one or two on uh, on reserve, and uh, we were uh, ranking them soon. We're gonna get them soon. Nice. Um, hey, let's uh, let's jump to the phones real quick because we only got them for uh, next ten minutes or so. Let's He's bring busy on, man, busy, busy man. man, busy man, busy man. Let's bring on Mr. Craig Deleuze. Craig, uh, you are uh, you're one of the champions of West Coast, uh, you know, Second Amendment rights. Let's uh, let's let's get let's get some updates from you. Let's see what you're doing, <laughs> sir. Well, things have uh, well. You know, it, it's funny here in California. Every time you think that they can't do anything worse, they, they well, they find a way <laughs> to come up with more and more stuff out here on the West Coast. Somebody says, um, hold my beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what they say, except I think more, more with some of them. It's more like, a, you know, hold, hold, hold my weed. Hold my weed. <laughs> yeah, hold, hold, hold my, my blood real quick. Yeah, my, my first thought was, hold my latte. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Hold my latte. <laughs> it's California. It could be a weed flavored latte. You know, it could be. Could be. You know, a little sense of me, California sense of me. Well, you know, what's interesting is, that, and I've been, you know, I've been meeting with even some of the Democratic members about some of these proposals, and even they're like, "Yeah, I don't know about some of the stuff that they're proposing." I mean, there's <laughs> there's one bill that would literally would require, first of all, videotaping of every square inch wherever there is firearms and ammunition. Anywhere, inside and outside of a of a of a gun store, it require videotaping, including okay. audio, yeah. of every sale or every transaction, and wow. all of it would have to be stored on site. You could even have cloud storage. Wow. Um, we we've talked with some IT specialists, and we're you're talking literally tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, annually, just to be able to pay for that sort of first of all, to have that sort of system put in, and then to have it. Uh, uh, and then to have that uh, uh, 
have it stored and maintained. Then we got another one where they want you to have liability insurance in case someone uh, buys a gun from you and goes out and uh, shoots somebody with it, which, um, well, let's be honest, we all know that insurance doesn't exist, but that doesn't stop them from proposing it. Oh, yeah. All yeah, right, this crazy is crazy stuff. This crazy. Now, listen. The the first one there, you know, where you're they're they're mandating or they're you know they're they're legislating to mandate uh, to have the the video coverage and the audio coverage and then maintaining mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know that you listen. That's 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 clearly uh, they're trying to uh, you know uh, make them spend money so they can't maintain business. Yeah, this is another well, example that they're they're mandating uh, technology that is either extremely cost prohibitive or doesn't even exist right. yet. Well, exactly. And what's interesting is there's also the privacy laws. This is legislation that even the ACLU, uh, in the past when this was proposed, even the ACLU stood up and said, yeah, no, because you don't know who is going, who else is going to be caught on, on tape. In particular, people who might just be in the same, uh, in the same uh, parking lot because you're filming stuff outside. Right. You could just be walking by and you'll be caught on tape. Right. Very true. Very true. They, but- they really don't care. Yeah, but again, they want they want it to be so impossible or so uh, expensive that uh, you, you have to shut down. You know, this law would create uh, would force well, businesses to close down, and that's and that, and listen. We understand that's what they really want. Exactly. Their their whole goal is they realize they can't they can't take away the right to keep and bear arms, but they can nibble around the edges. They can they can say, well, you don't have a right to sell firearms. Yes. You don't have a right to purchase ammunition. Uh, you don't have a right to have any firearm that you want, all of these various different things, they're dibbling around the edge, and uh, they're really kind of spitting in the face of the Supreme Court that decided Heller, and that's the reason why I think this uh, this New York case in particular that, that's coming up is so important. It may seem like a, 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 a very, very small issue, but it's the first time that the Supreme Court since 2010 is even going to be hearing a, uh, a Second Amendment case, so it'll it'll be very very telling in terms of the direction that they go. Sure, it should be a clear indicator with uh, with the court. We'll know from from then on. And I'll tell you, and I think we talked about this uh, uh, with you last week. And I don't remember if we talked about it here or we talked about it on Coffee with Craig. Now that I think about it, but we we they're, they're, the Democrats are afraid. They're trying to throw any piece of legislation forward they can right now because they're they're afraid. They're scared that the Supreme Court's going to come back. And find it all to be unconstitutional. Oh yeah, no, I, I completely hear you. And we're, you know, we and we've we've said this for years, at least in California, we recognize that, you know, even though I think we've done a, a fairly decent job of keeping a lot of stuff from actually becoming law, there's a lot of bad stuff that has become law. We recognize that some of it would, some of it still will. Right. Ultimately, it's going to be the courts that are going to decide whether or not the right to keep and bear arms is an actual right as enumerated in the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's you know, is how ridiculous it is to even say that. Uh, yeah. I, it, it says so. It's written right <laughs> it's, there. It's, yeah. it's, num- it's the words next to the number two. <laughs> yeah, maybe if it weren't there, you know, like, you know, the right to privacy or the right to an abortion or the right to health care. Maybe if it wasn't written in the Constitution, then maybe they would consider it a right. Yeah, 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 maybe maybe they would. But then again, maybe you get the New Zealand uh, temperament of, uh, you know, three days after the prime minister decides this is something they want to do, it's done. And now New Zealand is is unarmed, disarmed. You know, I'll tell you something really interesting. So there's a group, there's a group out here, and I I don't want to name the group because I don't want to kind of, I was talking with the head of the group, and this is a a Muslim-based organization. 
who was looking at that, and he was they were they were talking, and they was like, "Look, no, we we don't want something like that because they understand what we understand. The bad guys who are going to come and do stuff like that, they already have the guns, and they're right. going to continue to move forward. They're going to continue to come out." He's like, "We don't want our people to be in a position where they're just going to be victims." So this, I mean, not only does it go across, you know, religious lines, ideological lines, across political lines. There, there's, there are people out there who understand the concept of freedom, liberty, and the right to defend oneself, and people who really don't care. Listen, when I was in, uh, when, when I was in Afghanistan, and we would go house to house, and we would talk to families, uh, or, or we'll, you know, uh, do a little more than talk at some points, but when we <laughs> would talk to families, as long as that family didn't have a family member on a deck of cards somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. They got left with their with their AK forty sevens, and by the, the way, it was not a semi automatic. Yeah, AK-47. They're, 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 they're full <laughs> autos. Uh, um, AK, so they could so they could protect themselves from bad guys, from tyranny, from anything else. When we didn't happen to be there, you know, we understood right. we understand that over there, but we don't understand that in our own backyard. Well, and yeah, here it's, it's the oddest thing. It's like I, I find it odd that 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 these individuals believe that there's something morally superior to. To having someone else's son, brother, father, mother, daughter, sister show up with a gun to defend them because they aren't willing to defend themselves. Yeah, I, I don't see how you find that. I, I find that more. I, I just find that morally reprehensible. Yeah, going along with that, I've I saw something online that said, "How many times are we going to witness a group of unarmed people being victimized?" and still think being unarmed is the answer. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That is, that is, okay, that might be my next meme. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. <laughs> uh, Craig, we've got, got about two minutes left. Um, uh, Firearms Policy Coalition got some stuff moving in Washington, D.C. right now. What can you tell us about that? Well, I can tell you right now, coming up on the 26th this week, there's going to be a hearing in the Senate on a Republican-introduced uh, red flag gun, confis- gun confiscation bill. Uh, we are encouraging folks, please, uh, if you go to our website, firearmspolicy.org forward slash action or uh, stopredflaglaws.com, if you go there, you'll see a list of the, of the senators who are going to be hearing these bills. You need to call them, you need to email them, you need to write them and let them know that they need to vote no on, the, on this legislation. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know your people are actually there in D.C. knocking on the doors in the, uh, in the chambers, so you know, but everything, everything is needed at this point to, to communicate with your senators and with your, uh, with your representatives. Exactly, exactly. So we, we appreciate you guys. Could you do us a favor? Continue to get the word out. Once you've done it, make sure you share it with your friends. Uh, and, and that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Um, uh, Craig, thank you again for, uh, for, for joining us on the program. How can people follow you? How can people follow FPC? Oh, uh, firespolicy.org. Or you can look us up at facebook.com forward slash death policy. Or you can just Google, go to Facebook and or not Facebook, YouTube, and just look up uh, Morning Coffee with Craig. Morning, every, mor- every morning, nine a.m. Morning Coffee with Craig. I, I had some Morning Coffee with Craig this week. I had I had a good time. Thank <laughs> you again for having me back on. I appreciate you coming on, sir. <laughs> uh, Craig Deleuze, folks, uh, check him out at firearmspolicy.org. That's firearmspolicy.org, and uh, make your donation because, as you hear, they're not just fighting uh, what's going on in California; they're fighting everything around the country, everywhere before it comes to you, nationwide. You're listening. To, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break.
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextlevel.training.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Gun Tech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. It's always good to have a Craig on the program. He's always, oh, yeah. always, got, always got a bunch of info to... Uh, to pass right along to us, you know. I remember when we first uh, met those guys. They were, uh, you know, it was it was it was California was their focus. I remember they they spread into Oregon, Washington yeah. D.C. Then they yeah they kind of grabbed a little Nevada, became and, the West Coast. Yeah, and, yep. And now they're they're in D.C. fighting the fight there. Yeah, so, yeah. They I are, just think we knew them way back when. They yep, were, way back they were, when. They were they were con- concentrated only in one state. Yep, yep. They are they are they are growing. They are growing, and they're you know listen good for them because they are trying to outpace. Yes, California's ridiculousness. No. So, yeah. <laughs> and that is a an enormously tough job. Huge! It's huge! It's huge! Yeah. Everybody says so. It's all over the place. It's huge! huge. Uh, hey, we got another callers on the line now. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and bring them in. Uh, you guys, uh, yeah, well, I think you've, you've you've heard them all here before. But listen, we had uh, we had Chad on. Uh, there was a chat about three weeks ago. I think we first started this. Was that right? Uh, two weeks ago, yep. Two weeks ago, we had Chad from uh, Chad from Next Level Training joining us. He's a uh, he's one of their their trainers and one of their uh, 
or they're well, I guess he's a, he's a representative. You know, he's, he's, he stands there at the, the big shows and talks the product. And uh, and then also with him right now is uh, uh, is Gary. Gary is, is another one who's a, who's a, who's a big big trainer guy, and um, and he's a representative there from Next Level Training as well. Gary, welcome, uh, Gary, Chad, welcome back to the program. Hey, good talking, brother. Um, uh, let's 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 go here real quick. Um, Chad, tell us uh, what uh, what you and Gary were doing out there. Uh, well, tell everybody where you are right now and what you've been doing all week. Uh, we're just wrapping up a week in St. Louis with the International Law Enforcement Educators and Trainers Association. So we uh, had the expo for a couple of days with the CERT product on display, but then uh, Gary and I put on a class for um, CERT instructor certification. So, okay, the CERT instructor certification. Now, are, are, are you guys being chased right now by the police, it sounds like? Or? <laughs> you, you He's ask, over here! Nice Get him! Try to find a nice, quiet place, and now I keep hearing sirens. That's listen, that's, that's the way it always works. That's the way that's the, the way it always works. The the, the joys of live radio. <laughs> um, oh. let, let's let's jump back, Gary, because I think it's been a couple of weeks since we had you on, uh, Gary. How long have you been doing the law enforcement training now? Law enforcement training in general, about uh, just about twenty years right now. See, it's 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 are you finally finally getting the hang of it now. Is that right? Uh, almost. Feel <laughs> like I'm, I'm close to getting there. Just, yeah, just just when he thinks he's seen every every stupid combination possible, they bring up something new. Always always something coming up. What um what was um what the, the training you guys were doing out there this week? Obviously doing the cert instructor training. Um, uh, tell us tell us about the conference, uh, Gary. How was how was the conference compared to other ones, previous ones, and. Uh, and, and why should trainers around the country be, you know, know about what's going on there? Well, this conference was uh, pretty good in the fact that it was all uh, law enforcement trainers from around the country. So the, uh, the emphasis of this class was basically, one, how do you get the cert gun in to help poor shooters? So working on fundamental drills, working on uh, drills to just help poor shooters get better. Obviously, also the drills to help good shooters get even better. And then the second part of it was, how do you implement this into your roll call training? How do you implement it into your basic uh, defensive tactics and uh, safe patrol skills into your departments? Yeah, you know, a lot lot of the things that we see, you know, the training uh, in the civilian sector is stuff that's that's it's already hit the military side or it's already hit the law enforcement side and they've been doing it for a little while. And then it starts to filter down into the civilian sector. I think, though, that the cert itself is something that we almost see the flip side on because, you know, if a law enforcement agency wants to buy a product or the government wants to buy a product, you know, it's six months, it's the bid process, it's going back and forth, it's getting checks approved. Whereas if our civilian friends want to buy one, they just go to the Next Level Training website and they get it. So they end up with them first. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're definitely seeing uh, even some of the civilian ranges, some of the stuff that they're doing in there has surpassed some of the law enforcement uh, Law enforcement agencies, because yeah, they've got it in there. They've uh, they they know what to work on. They got a little bit of bureaucracy to go through. And law enforcement agencies, especially in a new product, uh, not only do you got to show them what it does, but how it does it, how it's going to help your department. And if you have a say an old school firearms instructor that you know goes, well, this is just a laser tool and doesn't understand the full you know the, the full emphasis of, of what this tool can do, you may have trouble getting it in there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, I know that you guys uh, from from uh, from talking to you recently that you, even with doing the law enforcement training, the way you've got them doing it now, and it's the same way on the civilian side. If you're going to go do actual shooting training, you're doing up to like eighty percent of it on the cert now before you even put the you know live rounds in a gun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
when I do my classes, I uh, sorry, uh, when I do my classes, we I teach a lot in a hotel conference room, so it makes the hotel feel a lot more comfortable on one hand to uh, know that there is an inner training gun. It makes a lot of shooters very comfortable. A lot of students in the class feel very comfortable and, and get comfortable with that feel. And, and uh, speaking of the, the civilian side, I think a lot of our buyers are instructors buying a handful of them so that they can teach classes that way. Yeah, it's listen. It's a great tool for for safety's sake. You know, it's 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 the same. Obviously, we we know this. You know, they, they're the same as the uh, the full size Glocks, full size Smith and Wesson M and P's, and we've got the the Sig coming to the market soon as well. Um, but it 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 does a it does a great great job for training. Uh, let me jump back over, Gary. Are you seeing? I, I know you've got the old school instructors that you know they they want you out there on the range sweating and you know standing, you know shoulder to shoulder with the target and not moving at all. But are are you finding that? The ones you are teaching in law enforcement and using this for eighty percent of the time, that it's that it's that it's working, that they're being receptive to it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, once guys really understand how to implement it into their training and and how to use it, I mean, basically the range just becomes verification of your training. And uh, in, in my law enforcement and military classes, I mean, we'll run two thirds of the day just running search drills, and the last third of the day is basically on the range verifying. That the tactics, techniques that we've been training are are good. Whether we be using a live fire or whether we go to the sims, it's the same thing. You know, we're, we're looking for that high volume, high output training for uh, drills, so that when we go to the range, all of our rounds are efficient. Shouldn't be much teaching out there, and yet you're just you're using everything with a lot of efficiency. Now I know a lot of the civilian instructors are starting to use them. Uh, you know, Chad, you said it right right there that the civilians or instructors are buying them. What what is the cert instructor training course like? I mean, what is it more than just here's a here's a simple tool with a laser on it? How how is how do you what's the course like for civilian instructors? I think civilian instructors, along with the uh, law enforcement, can be very similar. The biggest thing is knowing what you can use the cert for and what it is there for. Uh, too many times people will buy it and think it's simply a dry fire training tool. It's just to pick it up and, and shoot the laser at the wall, and they don't grasp the, the full concept of what it can be used for. And that's one of the goals of the instructor course is to open their, their mind to be able to use it for, for a lot more than just that. And, and uh, you know, I, just a neighboring agency that I went to, they mentioned, they said, yeah, we've got a couple of these. And they pulled them out of their closet, brand new in the box, because they didn't know what to do with it. So on both sides, law enforcement and civilian, that's, that's the goal is to, if people are going to buy our product, we want to make sure that they're getting their money's worth and, and using it. In both, in, in both the civilian and the law enforcement classes, we also want to teach them how to, uh, you know, implement that with your regular duty weapon or your competition weapon as, as a dry practice, you know, tool. Um, not taken away from your regular duty weapon or, or, or competition weapon or your everyday carry gun, but how do you enhance your dry practice with this tool? And in conjunction with your regular duty weapon. Yeah, just and also one thing too to mention is factor in the the lifespan of of a cert training pistol. And I'm just picking an arbitrarily high number off the top of my head. You guys could probably correct me if I'm wrong, but it's going it's going to be good for millions of cycles in the trigger and laser application. How much ammo money are you saving? You know, in in that aspect. Oh yeah, I mean that 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 that's a huge factor in there. It's not only the the, the fact that you're saving money on ammo, but again, that when you're going to the range, 
you're, you're more efficient out there. Your, your range is just your verification of your training. Right. Um, and that's really what, you know, that's really one of the strengths of it is you're getting that high output training, that high output repetitions, and then your, uh, your range time is really verification of your training. Uh, guys, I appreciate you guys joining us on here. It's, it's been wonderful. Uh, listen, it's nextleveltraining.com if you want to get your own cert pistol. Uh, but uh, Gary, tell, uh, give me a quick uh, Raider Tactical address there. Uh, Raider Tactical at or, sorry, Raider Tactical US, and then Raider Tactical on Instagram and Raider Tactical on Facebook. Chad, give me yours. Uh, GreenStarTactical.com is the uh, website there. Uh, Instagram is CJGRUE. Guys, thanks for calling. We will talk to you again in a couple of weeks. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios.
The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank uh, last segment, uh, Chad and uh, and Drake, joining us from yes. from uh, from Next Level Training. Listen, if you didn't get it, it was a uh, RaiderTactical.us and uh, and then NorthStarTraining.com. I thought it was Green Star. Green Star Training. Yeah, and I, you know, Green, I, I, I'm going to Google that one real quick. Yeah, I thought yeah. I had that one memorized. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just, just double check it because you know you just messed up. On the outro as well, so we will, uh, we will, we will, you know. Listen, there's a lot, there's a lot, of, a lot of moving parts here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm a lot of moving parts. Listen, I'm all broke up about your surgery. You know, I just, uh, <laughs> can I, can I, I mean, can I, can I throw the <laughs> throw the, the heartstrings back at you? Can we do it that way? <laughs> it's, well, it's, oh, I mean, we're friends. I'm, I'm still gonna laugh though when you when you uh, mess up. Um, yeah, I did. I don't know if you caught it. Like Earl's referring to last segment, I was was trying. Uh, so, oh, I wasn't going to point it out. Oh, no, no. I I'll was just going to point I'll out po- the fact you did it. I'll figure out. I, I better point it out before you do. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You're going to steal my thunder again. <laughs> the, uh, I was trying to get uh, uh, Gary and uh, Chad uh, the, the, the time so we could, we could talk about their individual companies also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure they got, the, they got those, uh, those uh, you know, web, web addresses in there. And uh, in, my, in my rush to get out, I gave uh, the sponsor as uh, Keltec, which is our old Chief sponsor, Keltec's still with us, but and, you know it's yeah. Ideal Conceal that sits in the big chair now, uh-huh. uh, and uh, and I and I flubbed it there. So, oops, <laughs> that's it. But I'll just, I'll say Ideal Conceal again right here to try and make up for it. Say <laughs> one more time. Oh, yeah. double, double ideal time. Conceal. Ideal there you conceal. go. Yeah, cell phone pistol. So, yeah, that's it. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, the um, I don't know. You saw the uh, the Mueller report is has been leaked this week. The the huge nothing burger. <laughs> the nothing burger. Uh, you or twenty five million spent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the one I saw. That was hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 virtually it's all over the internet, and that's that's everything that I've seen refers to it as a huge nothing burger. The nothing burger. Yep, exactly right. Uh, you know, no no indictments to be coming out of this. Yep. Uh, no Americans ever charged. Uh, this is. Uh, it, it's almost like watching the election results all over again. Watching the other oh, side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I watched some. I watched Rachel Maddow cry again. Over over the results of, of this you know coming out so yeah he's uh he's all disappointed Rachel Maddow um, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's horrible horrible stuff horrible stuff um the um uh, with the name Trump yes I don't know if you saw this yes I, I think did. you did I think we talked about this one uh-huh. there's a uh, uh, a sheriff's office in yep. Florida <laughs> well I was I was gonna go even further Th- this this story hits close to home this is Arms Room Radio's home county. This is. And listen, you know, it's, it's tough for us sometimes when we see a Florida story to say, oh, we got to do this because uh, yeah, we, 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 yeah. we literally have to call our friends in, uh, in Delaware and in Washington State and in, in Texas and uh, Wisconsin and say, hey, have you seen this story? Because we're seeing it in Florida and we want to make sure it's just not a Florida only story because we're not a Florida only show. We talk to people around the country, around the world. We know that. Uh, you know, in fact, we'll pull the stats up later. I'm I think, we, I think we got some Afghanistan hits this week. It's kind of nice. neat. Kind of neat. Oh, they heard uh, your uh, they heard Irish, Irish bar story. <laughs> yeah, man. exactly right. Um, so we had uh, we heard this story. And it's, it happened like like you said. It's I mean it's right here from 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 the window here at the you know the penthouse of the uh, of the of the, of the radio suites. We could look out the window and see the the sheriff's office headquarters. Mm-hmm. And this is a this is a, a canine handler there named his dog uh, Trump. 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 
So the dog's name is Trump. Great name for a dog. Great oh, name yeah. for a dog. Oh, yeah. Listen, my daughter did this shortly after the election. 11 years old at the time, 12 years old at the time. We're traveling through New York. Tell me about we're, this. We're in the, uh, we're in the, uh, the Starbucks there. And uh, listen, she loves her little coffees. You know, her mother got her hooked on coffee. And mm. we're, it's like a 6 a.m. flight coming out of New York. And she goes into line, and uh, they ask her her name. And she says, uh, she says her first name, uh, Rachel. And then she says, what they ask her, what's your last name? And she says, Trump. And they start calling Rachel, Rachel, and she doesn't answer. And she waits for them to say Trump. And she goes, that's me, and gets her coffee <laughs> because she wanted to see them say Trump. 11 years old, she wanted to see them say Trump. Yeah, yeah. She, she's being raised by a, yeah. a, a master at the art of trolling. <laughs> well, she, she got it down. Uh-huh. She, uh-huh. she definitely got it down. So this deputy gets his new dog. And, you know, you know depending on the cycle, depending on the dog, the, the age of dog, health of the dog, the, what the dog does, whether it's a patrol dog, whether it's a bomb dog, whether it's drug a dog. drug dog, or if it's a cadaver dog, you know, because yeah. they, they use the, the bloodhounds for those. Hey, um, remember. Cadaver dogs don't lie. Cadaver dogs don't lie. No, they don't. No, they don't. Just don't don't go burying dog bones in your backyard. Ooh. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good big old... Did you find a body? Oh, we found some milk bones. Big old box of milk bones. <laughs> All right. of them will find those. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, uh, he got his new dog a uh, year, year and a half ago, something like that, and named his dog Trump. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it. that's his option. And uh, the sheriff's office got, uh, you know, or somebody saw a picture of the vehicle, and it has the dog's image, the dog's, you know, little silhouette of the dog's face. You and know, it's and a, it looks it's a, like if, if it goes along with the image you're using, uh, Trump is a German shepherd. Yes. Yep. And it just says right next to it, it's the shepherd and Trump. And then right underneath it, it says making a difference because that's the sheriff's office motto. Uh-huh. So right. So on, this, on the vehicle, it says Trump making a difference. So yep, it's, yep. it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, pretty ironic uh, right there. And this deputy names his dog Trump. You know, his dog, they go through all the training together. They get certified. They do everything else. Um, and, uh, you know, somebody gets a picture of it. They put it on the old, uh, on the MyFace, the Facebook, uh, and it, it starts to go uh, viral. And then, of course, snowflakes started to melt worldwide. Oh, yeah. They made a meme out of it. You know, it's the photo, like Mike said, uh, described it. It's the right rear quarter panel of the uh, department's issue full-size SUV. Yep. So you can see the window and then the, the logo making a difference under the paint scheme right near the right rear taillight. But the meme says, attaboy, Trump. Making a difference. Yeah, and it, all it is doing is looking and saying what's on the vehicle. Yeah, and uh, the, the article says, as of Friday, this meme post has over 1,200 likes, 107 comments, and 285 shares. Yeah, and this is this was then. Now this is oh, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that that was over 24 yeah, hours ago. Yeah. Who knows how much now. If it's still there, if it's not pulled off yet, because it says Trump. So yeah, you know, it's, it's, obviously, it's obviously a controversial. Oh, you know, of course, um, of course. So, uh, you know, Snowflakes complained, uh, you know, it, it, they, they contact the sheriff's office. Are you aware that they have a dog named Trump? Mm-hmm. Are you aware of our president's name? Would you care if it had been named Obama or Clinton or anything else? Would you have been complaining then? Bernie. Yeah. If the dog's name was Bernie, it'd still be on the side of the vehicle. Oh, by the way, the dog's name has been re- removed from the side of the vehicle. Ugh. Yeah, the, the deputy was asked to, not asked to, the deputy was told, take the name off the side of your vehicle. I, if I remember correctly, I thought the dog having its name on the vehicle was a, I'm going to say, a, 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 a badge of honor that uh, it's something to go along with, like his first takedown. It's his first or apprehension. First, yeah, yeah. The dog gets yeah. his first apprehension. It's, 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 it's the dog's name on the vehicle, on the vehicle uh, is the sign for fully certified, trained, and apprehend, a dog that's completed its first apprehension. So the dog's ready to go on its own. 
So his well, I mean, with his handler, you know, yeah, yeah. not like out there driving the vehicle or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see the handler keep up. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so because of this dog's name, he, his his accomplishments yeah. are not being duly recognized. Yeah, yeah. Listen, so I mean, imagine but, the the but, ridicule the dog's taking from the other dogs now. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you gonna have your name on yeah, the side of the yeah, car. Exactly right. You're gonna have, I mean, that's all fun and game until the um, dog jokes start. I mean, you know? it, it all looks great to us, but yeah. hey, what the heck? Yeah. So this is. Uh, this is this is an agency, uh, and listen, this is not over yet. You know that uh, we know that somewhere, somebody along the line said, "Take the name off." Don't know if it was the. Uh, I, I'm not going to throw the agency under the bus because we don't know if this was the sheriff himself that ordered this, or somebody in the middle that's trying to that thinks they're doing the right thing at this point and trying to please, uh, you know, some snowflakes, uh, and, you know, and, and to to make it to make it all become a non-story. Yeah, I mean, I I will say that you know because of this actions it. Somebody somewhere is bowing to political pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Just don't and, don't, don't know who. You, politics is not something that comes into this. No, it no, shouldn't. This, I mean, this is you know, like the article said, there there is no there at the current time there was no policy against it. Right. The op- officers, you know, were able to name their their canines at their own discretion. Obviously, any any professional adult is not going to name their their uh, furry partner anything derogatory Correct. or in you know no bad words nothing yeah, weird like yeah. that yeah exactly exactly right so hey butthead come here yeah exactly. listen this is a, this experienced trained deputy with the now has an experienced and trained dog uh you know let's let's not lose sight of the fact that uh, they're the ones out there putting their lives on the line every day they're they're the everyday heroes yeah i mean i, I know some some agencies can't afford to outfit their uh, canines with bulletproof vests but you know like you said someday tr- trump may Trump may not come home. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, hey, listen, uh, thank you for joining us the first hour. Thank you for our guests joining us the first hour. We will be back uh, after the break. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And that goes with remembering, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. My name is Mike. I will be bringing you the remainder of the program along with my cohorts here in the studio with me. Uh, listen, uh, on my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. One hour down, one hour to go. Right in the middle there. It's like, uh, you know. In the middle. In the middle. Like we are, we, are, uh, we are round five, or if it's an old Rocky movie, we're in round seven and a half. Because <laughs> <laughs> they used to go 15 rounds in the old Rocky movies. Yeah. I, I, you know, I watched the uh, Creed 2 this past week, uh-huh. uh, which is the, the Creed is the uh, really good uh, continuation. Serious, good, good movies um, of, the, of the Rocky, uh, the Rocky okay. series. And um, I, I think this, this probably started, though, with Rocky Balboa. You know, which was you had Rocky one through five, right? Then you had Rocky Balboa, which was Rocky is the old man, and this is the continuation with Rocky old. And now he's the he's the mentor uh, and, and part time trainer for Apollo Creed's son. Right. So it's kind of kind of kind of interesting uh, timeline. But it uh, you know you had all that weird campy stuff in the middle with the you know the the Russians and the and, and the Mr T and Tommy Gunn and all that. And you know it's a good movie. So if you're a Rocky fan, okay. But, but now they've 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 really gone into the well, here's life. You know, it's still there's still boxing, but it's a lot more than that now. So it's 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 oh, really, check it yeah, out. They're really good, they're really good movies. Um, I would start it with Rocky Balboa though, if you haven't seen that one. Okay, I haven't. Okay, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I think I ended it at you know whatever yeah, the last Tommy Gunn, Rocky. Rocky Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, good, good movies, good movies. Yeah, they and there's a little break in between. They're all uh, all three of them are good. Um, the uh, again, uh, Rocky Balboa, then Creed and Creed Two. Yeah, it seems like as I get older. I'm growing more and more appreciative of the the movies about old guys. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. <laughs> okay, I got to remember that. Okay, that's how I you know cope, pass it on, move on. Yep, yep. Uh, and what is it? In, in the older I get, the better I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. In fact, I think it's in Rocky Two, uh, or not Rocky Two. I'm sorry. In, in Rocky Balboa, he says uh, he throws a couple of those 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 clearly old guy phrases in there. Stuff like. Uh, um, it's not a matter of how many times you get hit. It's how many times you get hit and get up, yeah. stuff like that. Uh-huh. And then there's one where he says, uh, um, the, the other fighter says, he goes, man, that's some crazy stuff. What's that from the 80s? And, and Balboa goes, uh, I think it's from the 70s. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, so it's got, it's got some good stuff in it, good stuff. Yeah, he calls him a crazy old man. He goes, you'll get there. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, yeah. So good, good, all, good, all good movies. Um, um, we, uh, we, uh, we had some... We had some I want to make sure we, we cover this right. We had our, our, some friends with this last uh, segment, last hour. Last hour, we had uh, Mr. Craig Deleuze from Firearms Policy Coalition. Is uh, yeah, he's, he's the front man for them. He had me on with the Coffee with Craig this week. I haven't even seen it yet. I don't know if I got a clown face on me. I don't know what Craig did with the video. So. Duh. Uh, duh. <laughs> you know, yeah. If they videoed you, yeah. clown face. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. And then uh, again to... that's uh, why you're on radio. <laughs> to Chad and, and Gary there from Next Level Training. And we'll get the, we'll make sure at the end of the program we get you there correct. <laughs> you know, web addresses, uh, you know, so you can look up uh, 
side projects that uh, that they're all involved in there. So, so thank you for that. Um, New Zealand. We we touched on New Zealand briefly when when we were talking last hour with the uh, with the shooting in New, in New Zealand where uh, madman criminal uh, foreigner. By the way, you know he was Australian. Okay. He was not from New Zealand. Uh, he was in in the, in the country and uh, got himself some some firearms legally. He, you know they they made provisions for. Uh, you know, it's 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 Australia, and New Zealand. You know, they have they 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 have a lot of cross border rights there. Okay. Uh, you know, because they're because of their close proximity and, and their history, um, and this guy gets this uh, gets these firearms and uh, he breaks. By the way, he breaks laws. Everybody, oh, keeps, yeah. everybody seems to forget he broke laws mm-hmm. multiple uh, before before uh, uh, you know going into these uh, these mosques there and uh, and killing forty nine. I believe is the last count that I had. Okay. Um, it, yeah, unfortunately, this story happened while I was kind of out yes, of everything. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I I haven't completely caught up yet. But I believe it was forty nine at two different locations. Yes, two different locations. Yes, yes. And they are they're praising the swift law enforcement response. Yeah. What was it like? Thirty six minutes. Yeah, thirty six minutes. Thirty six minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly right. Um, I I can give you a whole bunch on this, but what I'm going to do is, uh, Mister. Oh, oh, go ahead. I was, yeah. I was gonna say. I know my draw needs work. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're, that's a lot of I'm, weapons retention <laughs> holster problems right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm well under 36 seconds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, 36 minutes exactly. Um, I could give you a whole bunch from this. Let me, uh, and, we, and we may still do that, but let me give you what Mr. Alan Gottlieb said. Okay. On the topic, uh, gun control laws don't deter madmen. This is uh, from uh, from Alan Gottlieb. Uh, he said uh, gun control proponents argue that America could learn something from the horrendous attack on two New Zealand mosques. They're hoping that our citizens, gripped by emotion, will overlook the obvious and agree that law that law-abiding gun owners should face additional restrictions on their rights. The real lesson to be learned from the Christchurch massacre is that madmen aren't deterred by gun control laws or laws against murder. Morality doesn't enter into their thinking, so honest people must be prepared for the unthinkable and be able to respond. The gun prohibition lobby hopes to capitalize on a terror attack halfway around the world in an effort to advance its agenda. Forget for a moment that the Second Amendment stands in their way. Focus on the irrational notion that somehow a defenseless victim is morally superior to an armed private citizen who can fight back and save lives. When two armed citizens stopped a mass shooting at an Oklahoma City restaurant and when an armed citizen stopped a gunman from entering a crowded Colorado Springs church, the gun prohibition lobby was silent. The New Zealand suspect acquired his guns legally, same as virtually all killers in recent mass shootings here in the United States. Millions of law-abiding American gun owners should not be penalized because of murderers' misdeeds. What happened in Christchurch should remind us all that no community is immune to violent terrorism. This despicable act underscores the importance of our right to keep and bear arms and provides ample justification of our right to carry now exercised by millions of citizens who choose not to be victims. We understand the desire to do something, but any solution should not involve evisceration of our Second Amendment. That is not negotiable. We must not allow hysteria to overcome common sense. We must protect our right to defend ourselves, our families, and our communities from those to whom laws mean nothing. 
you know, we had uh, Alan Gottlieb on the program when we were out at Shot Show, and you know, this is this is this is what you get from this great man. You know, you get the you get these kind of words. You know, you and I are all we could sit here and we will you know discuss it. I'm I'm sure further, but it it, it never sounds as good as it does coming out of oh, Mr. Yeah, Gottlieb's yeah. mouth. You know? I, I I think it's a bow tie. Yeah, well, he's the he's the bow tie gun guy. Yeah, you know, I wear a bow tie and get a gun. I you know I get listen, I get ridiculed. <laughs> you know, it's, this yeah, guy, I'd, I'd be at the front of the line. This too. guy does it, and he's, he gets his, uh, you know, he gets a byline in the USA Today for writing this article. <laughs> so, uh, hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Stick around; we got more after the break. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. 
but in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, if you're up in the, uh, the mid-Atlantic states, if you're in uh, the southeast, if uh, listen, just, just go look for some Boundary Oak Distillery products. Go to Boundary Oak Distillery and check out all of the rather impressive and mighty tasty Fine distilled spirits they have. Let's just let's oh, yeah. just say that. Yeah, I think I might have a bottle of Lincoln uh, straight bourbon whiskey in the in the in the truck. You've been holding out on me. Yeah, I think I might have a bottle. I think I might. I think it rolled out from under the seat during a traffic stop. I know. <laughs> yep. So we might have to take a look for that. Look for that. Um, hey, we want to go. Uh, we go to New Jersey real quick and give you a story Joy-Z? out of uh, out of New, Jer- yep, New New Germany with their guns. You know, with their oh, gun laws yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Uh, New Jersey sues ghost gun dealer for selling AR-15 assembly kits. Now they said they they they're suing a ghost gun dealer, and all I could think was uh, was the guys at the Ghostbusters, you know, because they have their ghost guns for for capturing uh, capturing spirits and ghouls and things like that. Because that's the only real ghost gun that I know of. Oh well, well they're they're probably going along with that center that made a butt have a butt head of himself during that speech talking about a ghost gun. Well, the guy with uh, the wig. Th- yeah, yeah, Ac- yeah. Ac- Ac- Acevedo. I think that was his name. Yeah, he was, yes, yeah. I know who you're talking uh, about. Yes, with yeah. the with the thir- thirty mag clip. Yes. Uh, oh and, yeah. And yeah. Thir- 30, 30 bullets in what half a second. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know of any any firearm that has a, a chain achieved that rate of fire. Thirty bullets in half a second. I'm not even sure. Um, maybe a minigun gets that that much. The highest I've heard on a minigun was six thousand rounds a minute, and I suck at math. Um, so yeah, we would definitely be getting thirty a half second. Yeah, so uh, okay, so sixty. Yeah, because you're talking uh, fifty rounds a second then. Okay. Um, so so yeah, but th- this is no this is no mini gun. Yeah, this no, is no uh, mini gun. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This is you're talking about the ability to build a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Even Jerry Micklick can't give you. I'll say sixty he, rounds a second or thirty every half he's second. He's good. Yeah. But yeah. even Jerry's got limits. <laughs> uh, not many, but yeah, 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 yeah not, but not a whole lot. Yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, New Jersey on Friday filed a lawsuit against a California retailer that sold so-called ghost guns, ghost guns, or assembly kits for untraceable AR-15 rifles. Untraceable. Untraceable. You know what that means? Invisible. They're invisible. Can't see them. <laughs> There's a ghost gun. It's invisible. It's yeah. invisible. It's yeah. got nothing on it. Now, I want to know, like, if I put a scope on a ghost gun, can you see the scope? Hmm. Or does it disappear, you know? Or, it's probably just, yeah. well, probably what would happen, knowing if, if I tried it, it'd be a scope just floating. 
Floating scope? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you listen, good free float scope is good. <laughs> you get you a nice free float scope. <laughs> well, up there, actually, yeah. I think with a scope, you want a good solid mount. Do, oh, you, do you? you want okay. free floating. Okay. Okay. Now, the barrel, you want free floating. Free float the barrel. There we go. There we go. Uh, the lawsuit filed in Superior Court against U.S. Patriot Armory uh, comes after Governor Phil Murphy, Democrat, criminalized the purchase of firearm parts with the goal of assembling a gun without a serial number. You know, here's what I don't get. You have these states like this that are that are passing crimes, passing laws that make make it a crime to do in their state, which is what is legal to do in this other state. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about okay, listen, my 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 the speed limit in my state is 70, and it's your state 65. No, I'm talking something simple like that. I'm not even talking about you know silly marijuana laws going varying from state to state. He's literally saying, um, if you bring your nonsense to our state, if you sell what's legal. In your state, in our state, if you sell what's legal under the U.S. Constitution, see how we get away from drug laws there, right? Uh-huh. What's legal in the U.S. Constitution, and it comes to our state. If you, in your state, do nothing wrong, and one of our citizens exercises his Second Amendment rights by buying parts for a firearm. And we don't like it. Yeah, we're going to say, you broke New Jersey law, never leaving California. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> what, what? You know, one thing about the law that I know is that you have to be within the jurisdiction of the of of, of the of the place that you are to to break the law. I I can't be sitting right here and say, I don't know. Uh, you, I, I I can't break your arm here in Florida, and California charge me with that crime. It happened here in Florida. You aren't you're in Florida. I'm in Florida. It happened here in Florida. New Jersey saying, Hey, California, this company. In California, violated a New Jersey law by being in California. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, U.S. Patriot Army and its owner James Trombley Jr. are accused of selling the ghost guns. Folks, are you getting that this is a made-up word, by the way? Ghost guns, uh, which officials say bypass loopholes in state and federal firearms laws by selling eighty percent builds with instructions for how to complete the rest. Just getting you know, so we're all on the same page, and they want to. They want to argue technicalities. Wouldn't bypassing loopholes mean you're going the correct path? Yeah, you're going in the main hole. Yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 not, you're not going through the loophole. You're going right in the main hole. So it sounds like they're, they're doing what's legally and right. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely right. The guns can be sold online and shipped through the mail without background checks. Okay, guess what? They're not guns. Yeah, no. They're it's, parts. It's, it's a funky looking hunk of aluminum or, yeah. or polymer it's it's a glorified paperweight and folks i'm not we're not referring and we're not saying that you know this again they're talking about this loophole it's not a loophole it's literally going down the main hole this is not buying the bottom part of a firearm and then buying the upper part of a firearm and just putting the two together this is coming where you have the upper part of the firearm which has maybe your barrel and your sights and the lower part of the firearm is a hunk of aluminum it's, it's a hunk of aluminum. And, you know, it might have the outer shape of the firearm, but the, there's no inside. It's, it's solid in the insides. It's, it's solid. You would have to get and take. Uh, you'd have to get yourself a mill. You'd have to get yourself a, uh, you know, a drill bits, jigs. And a lot of people do this. A lot of mechanically people do this. That, that's why it's called an 80% build. The machining yep. on the lower receiver was stopped when it was only 80% complete. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the insides have not been cut out of the gun. No, you know th- that's it. You know, you, you could. There's a place where you put the magazine in. There's a place 
uh, on the outsides where if, if you if you didn't have the insides of the gun, you could put uh, you know the your your magazine release or your bolt catch those kind of things in there. But the insides there, you can't put trigger, you can't put hammer, you can't put the operating system in this firearm the way this this guns because guess what? It's not a firearm. It's a 80% receiver. Mm-hmm. And and so folks, we've said to you that you can go and take you can go and take this uh, uh, this 80% receiver, and if you have the right tools, or if you want to invest in the right tools, you can make this firearm. You can continue to build it out and make it a functioning firearm. And early, you know, evidently, you're the functioning... You know what? I guess they broke the law by, by making a functioning firearm. Uh, you mean what the ATF says is 100% legal? What the United States Code, what the ATF, uh-huh. what the federal government says is legal. Did you know this, folks? You're allowed to build your own firearm. And you don't have to put serial numbers on it. No. Unless you're interested in selling it. Correct. And it's not a matter of I'm going to build it today uh, and then I'll sell it tomorrow. I don't have to put a serial number on it. It's literally you built it and you have no plans of selling it. Maybe a year down the road you do. You decide, you know what, I want to sell this gun because I want to build a, a different kind now or I want to get into some other hobby. Then you put a serial number on it. The law says you have to put a serial number on it before you sell it. Yep. You can't sell an unserialized firearm that was made after 1968, thanks to the Gun Control Act of 1968. Um, any gun that's made after that has to have a serial number on it before it can be sold or transferred. So you're allowed to make your own. You, you can make your own suppressor if you wanted as yes, well. Yes, you can. Uh, you, you have to, there's paperwork you have to do for that. Form 1. Yeah, because that's under the National Firearms Act. But if I wanted to make a standard semi-automatic you know, pistol, if I wanted to build a revolver, uh, and a lot of gun, gunsmithing schools do this for, you know, for their instructors, you know, when they, when they teach these guys to be gunsmiths there, they'll make their own guns. Yeah, I remember hearing a lot about the particularly 1911 classes. Yeah. You take the gunsmithing class, yeah. and part of the class is you, you basically, you build a pistol yeah. that you take home. Yeah. It's yours. That's yeah. one of the reasons, you know, the, for the, the price tag of the class. At first, I look, you know, I kind of get right. sticker shock, right. but then I read into the details. Granted, you're gaining the knowledge and skill, the tools, and the pro- end result product. Yep. Yeah. Out of New Jersey, undercover officer was able to order all the parts to make a fully operational AR-15 rifle. <gasps> no, no, he didn't. He bought an 80% receiver. It's yeah. not. It's it's a hunk of aluminum. You know. Yeah. It's it's got the shape, the outside outside shape. It's not. It's folks. It's like buying a car, but when you lift the hood, it's a solid block of aluminum. There's no engine there. You'd have to carve the engine out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Does say, you know, what he received in the mail shipped directly to his house or whatever return address yeah. he gave, what he could bolt together would make an interesting-looking club. Yeah, exactly right. Nice but, nice paperweight. Yeah. But, it, but it ain't going to fire a projectile. Nope, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But in New Jersey, evidently, it's a crime. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We get back. Major Bill join us. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. 
This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program with all of the above and more selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people, people just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Lance Corporal Daniel J. Geary died March 20, 2009, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Geary, 22, of Rome, New York, was assigned to the 3rd Battalion, 8th Marine Regiment, 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Geary was killed in action while supporting combat operations in Kandahar, Afghanistan. Being a Marine is what Daniel Geary wanted to do, and that goal helped give him the drive to go back and complete high school after dropping out for a year, his father said. He graduated from Rome Free Academy in 2006. He wanted to get his diploma so he could go into the military, Michael Geary said. 
It was Daniel Geary's second tour of duty, and he was going to sign on for a third, his father said. The first tour of duty was in Iraq. Marine Lance Corporal Daniel J. Geary, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the Fallen Heroes segment of the program, folks. If you know anybody that you'd like to, you know, see, hear about, you've got a you know, friend, relative, somebody that read in a book, want to hear here on Fallen Heroes, just drop us a line. Go to armsroomradio.com, and uh, and you, you can uh, you can hear them right here. We'd be honored to we'd be honored to discuss them and their uh, their accomplishments. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? Doing good. Doing good, sir. Doing good, sir. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. It's a, it's a, another hockey night here in southwest Florida over in a beautiful Estero. Going to take in some minor league hockey. Dave's so, a killer. Yeah, <laughs> putting the foil on, Chief. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Earl, good to hear you. Yeah, thank you. Good to be back. Glad, glad to see that reassignment surgery went so well for you. Hey, sh- 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 <laughs> there you go. We're going to talk about it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, so you're, gonna, so you're going to Estero. That means you're going to watch the Everblades. Who are they playing tonight? They're playing your minor league team up there, guys. It's the Orlando Solar Bears. The Solar Bears. For, Solar those, Bears. Of you, for those of you listening around the country and in the cold parts of the country and uh, you hear hockey names, these are some Florida hockey names. You've got the Solar Bears, and then we have our big, the big national park down here, the Everglades, but they are the Everblades. Yeah. So you've got the Everblades playing the Solar Bears. That's, you couldn't get two more Florida hockey team names if you tried. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. You certainly couldn't. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, they are the, the, you know, the two big state rivals in the uh, ECHL. So uh, I'm looking forward to the game. Nice. It's, uh, it's good. So, hey, do you know what happens if you, uh, if you high stick somebody? You, you'll get uh, two minutes in the box and you go there and you feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I guess I've, I've been watching enough hockey with you. Right. I knew uh, right off the bat, I didn't know the technicalities. Dude. I was like, Two minutes? <laughs> Two minutes, and you feel shame. <laughs> That's right. You do the shame. <laughs> uh, so, so, sir, how are how are things in the world of law enforcement uh, this week? Uh, you know, it's it's up and downs, like it, it always is across the country. We've had some officers involved in in shootings. We've had some officers that were shot. So, you know, all my brothers and sisters, please, please, please remember those officers, deputies, state troopers, federal agents, all those out there in your prayers that are on the line every day of every week of our lives. So, uh, but other than that, I got, you know, a feel good story. Uh, right. Not too far from where I'm at, but right where you guys are. Uh, everybody jump on Google Earth there and go to the home of Arms Room Radio, Orlando, Florida. Hey. We're, yeah, we're going to be talking about the Orange County Sheriff's Office. And, uh, and in particular, the canine unit. Now, everybody... <laughs> You know, everybody sees the canine vehicles out there, and, you know, they, they always usually big red letters somewhere on there is, you know, danger, work dog, um, you know, do not pet, you know, all that, all that good stuff. You know, it's, <laughs> it's do not approach, don't knock on the window, you know, it's, it's a fur missile, 
you don't want one of these things launched at you. Um, in fact, here in Florida, we use the, the Belgian Malinois, but we've crossbred them, and now we have what's called Maligators. The, Mal- <laughs> the Malinois and an alligator. And uh, if, if they lock on to you, it's pretty, pretty uh, vicious. But in Orange County SO there with the sheriff's office, it, the other decal that you usually see on these vehicles is the name of the canine partner that's in there. It's not the deputy, not the officer, but the actual four-legged uh, officer or deputy that's in there. And this one was posted by, I believe it was Lodge 93 of the Fraternal Order of Police, which represents the, uh, the deputies there at Orange County SO. And, you know, you would think that this is a political message, but it's not. But the message that they put on there was, you know, you know, keep, uh, where is it on here? Yeah, you got uh, tr- Attaboy, Trump. boy Trump making a difference, yep, and, yep. you know, but, and that's the whole thing. Well, what's President Trump doing in the back of a canine car? <laughs> We, it's we, not President Trump, folks. That's the name of the canine, Trump. We we, we so. did technically steal your thunder a little bit. We talked about this story, so we, we we're not, we're laughing with us, not at you. So, but, but, oh, but no, no, okay. we're good, we're good. Keep going on the story. So we we, we discussed it a little bit, but uh, we want you to keep going. This just <laughs> exemplifies how much this story has gotten around. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. Mike and I got this got the pretty much the same information from a completely different source. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, so, you know, it, it's out there. You, 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 Trump is making a difference. Now, <laughs> In more ways than two. one. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you know, catching the bad guys and, and, uh, and putting them away. But, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, okay, it's, you know, the sheriff's office is a political organization, and right. you, sometimes you have to be politically correct. Right. So, of course, you know, there were some people that, you know, they, they were triggered. Yeah, 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 there you uh, go. This. Good word. And, you know, that's, yeah, maybe yeah. that's an appropriate word. Yeah. Um, you know, so they were triggered. Yeah. And, you know, why, why is this dog named Trump? You know, that's, that's I don't know, pick some derogatory, uh, this is racist, sexist, it's right. anti-whatever. Uh, and the sheriff's office came back and said, well, maybe we need to look at a policy uh, about, you know, the handlers naming their dogs and not to name them after a real person. Uh, but as of right now, all the handlers, you know, they pick the name for their dog and it's, uh, you know, that, that was what he picked. That's what the dog responds to. That's it. It is what it is. So do you think if the dog's name was Bernie, this would be an issue at all? If the dog's name was Bernie, would it be an issue? Um, probably not. Uh, because obviously, you know, who, is it like weekend at Bernie's? I mean, yeah, I, listen, you got, you got, you, got, you know, if, if this dog's name is Bernie, you know, you, you, uh, you listen, obviously the last name, you know, Trump, I guess, but, you know, I could say the last name Sanders, but then you could think the dog, you know, made, made chicken with 11 herbs and spices, you know, or whatever, whatever exactly. it happens, whatever it happens mm, to be. Tasty, too. It, it, mm, tasty, tasty, tasty. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, this, this is just a, like you said, this is somebody triggered. This is, uh, this should be a, a non issue. Um, the uh, I know that somebody uh, you know somebody somewhere in the chain we don't know if it was the if it was the the sheriff himself or or, or somebody you know low down has said um, uh, take the name off the car too they made him take the, the dog's name off the vehicle um, so you know you know I, I will reserve judgment until we find out who made that order but um, I think I think they're overreacting at this point especially for a sheriff oh. who was elected in the past three months. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's got plenty of time to make people angry. Why do it over this? <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things, okay, I can understand you want him to take the name off the, uh, the vehicle. 
Well, then did they make every other canine deputy take the name of their their canine partner off the vehicle? You're right. You're right. Because uh, like Earl pointed out, uh, at least for this this agency, the, when the name goes on the vehicle, it means the dog's fully certified and had his first apprehension. Yes. So it, it you know so it just goes back and forth. You know, are, are we doing this just to appease uh, you know a, a small group? I mean, if if you had a dog named, oh, I don't know, Hillary or yeah. Obama or something like that, would, again, would this be an issue? Uh, but this has gotten more support than than really detractors, but the detractors are yelling and screaming, so, of course, it's, they're going to make it an issue. Oh, you know, we got to please the, We have to please the minority of the people out there that make the complaints. You know, that's, that's well, the way listen, it goes. Yeah, so. the thing is, there's, you know, there's nothing left to the Mueller investigation, so yeah, we, have, yeah. to, uh, we have to target something else. There you go. This dog clearly was colluding with the Russians. So, well, at least yeah. with the Belgians, we know that. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, and that's right over there. You know, just the, those Russian tanks were right across the border, and you know, Belgium's going to fall. Exactly right, uh, Major. Thank you for joining us, sir. And please be safe. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters in blue, remember wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, always go home at the end of your shift. Listen, to Armstrong Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The guys see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. 
Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, we uh, I want to thank Major Bill for joining us last segment. You know, we uh, we uh, he gave us a little more insight, you know, from uh, from the uh, active law enforcement side on what's going on over there yeah. in Orange County. It's kind of again, again kind of ridiculous that they can't name a dog what you want to name a dog. You know, that's a, not a vulgar word, right? Exactly, it's, it's, it's the name of the president. You know, yeah. I mean, I kind of take it. You know, they were talking about the making a policy of not naming the 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 canine officers after real people. Right. I kind of take it as a as a little bit of an honor. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. The, you know, the uh, man that's beating all the odds, right? Why can't it be the dog that beats all the odds, right? Sure. You know, he, he finds all the bad guys when nobody else, when no other dog, no other dog can. You know, that dog's draining <laughs> the swamp. You know, he's, he's doing what he can to get the bad guys out of the swamp. So, uh, you know, um, there is, uh, you know, Major Bill normally gives us a little bit of the Florida man. Uh, yes. I, I guess this would have been a Florida dog story. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, the... There was there was a challenge going around this week. Did you see the the, the Florida Man Google contest? Yes, I, I heard about it. Yeah, put, was put your birth date, put your yeah. name, and then the month and day of your birthday, and see what your Florida Man story is. Yeah, um, I'm not doing it. I, I did I'm it. Afraid. What's I know. Happen? Listen, I did it. And do you remember the story we did out of um, uh, the Miami area where the guy got mad about the noise and came outside and shot up the guys in the bucket truck working on the power lines and the power poles? Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, that's my Florida Man story. <laughs> That's my Florida man story. You know? uh, he came out and remember he started shooting the trucks. Yeah, you know, while they were yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was my Florida man story. So um, now it's so I guess it's so popular. If you if you do Florida man and your name and your birthday, all the first twenty stories you get are telling you to go do that. <laughs> so the Florida man story has gone so viral, you can't even do it anymore. Well, Florida man stories have have gotten so so viral, like you said. That I can't. Uh, what was it? The uh, Somewhere out of Tampa, yep, yep. they actually made a scale yeah. where you can grade it yep. on how how much it is a Florida man story. It's uh, or a woman. Yeah, we we got him. We got him. Listen, there's a there's a there's a story here here out of Florida. Um, minor league team will break weird laws every inning on Florida man night. What minor league? What minor league baseball team? Okay, minor league baseball team. Florida man night. Uh, this is <laughs> now, now that that I I, I I can enjoy baseball, but I, admittedly, uh, I would get tired and bored with it be- well before you would. <laughs> but on a Florida man night. Yeah, I, I think that would be some good entertainment. Theme nights are all the rage in minor league baseball, but the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp may top them all <laughs> by hosting Florida man night this summer. Oh, yeah, you get some, oh, you get yeah, some great names in, 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 in minor league ball. Oh, yeah. And what was it? Tallahassee Warthogs yeah, or something. Yeah. The Miami Marlins Class 2A affiliate says the event will feature a weird Florida law being broken every inning on July 26 when the team plays the Biloxi Shuckers. So you're going to have the Shuckers versus the Jumbo Shrimp. Um, <laughs> That's not a good matchup. <laughs> Uh-oh. There will be a lawyer in the house. Hey, as long as they're not sitting around for a couple days, you should be fine, right? <laughs> um, there will be a lawyer in the house, uh, the club said in a tweet. The promotion is being sponsored by a local Jack in- Jacksonville law office. As for what laws will actually be broken that night, the organization is staying tight-lipped. We want our fans to come out and see which laws will be broken themselves. Jumbo Shrimp Media and Public Relations Manager Scott Kornberg told the sports paper today. Uh, The club says noted Florida man Lane Pittman will be in attendance. Pittman gained online fame 
for holding an American flag shirtless during a hurricane. We've oh, all seen that, that guy. That, yeah, yeah the, the long-haired guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he's going to be there. It's one of the most memorable <laughs> themed events in recent memory. Was hosted by the Montgomery Biscuits. That's Tampa Bay's class uh, 2A, uh, 2A affiliate. Uh, they had Millennial Night. Fans were given participation ribbons and selfie state selfie stations were set up all around the stadium. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, they're going to have a Florida Man Night with there for the uh, in the baseball team. Um, baseball season is uh, it's coming up soon. It's coming up early this year. It normally starts on. Tom, Sunday, right? I believe Sunday sees the season. Baseball season normally starts on Sundays, and we get the uh, the Sunday game. Yeah, this this season we get it on Thursday. It starts on Thursday, but normally we get baseball starts on Sundays, and then Mondays off, and then Tuesday starts the season regularly. Is how it works. But this season, yeah, we start all fifteen games on a, on a Thursday this season. So, and there's a game uh, the very next day, Friday. Then yeah. they go into the weekend. yeah. This is straight into it. Yeah, normally, typically, it's a it's a it's the game of the week, or one or two. They do a day game and a night game on Sunday, uh, and then everybody else is everybody else is off Sunday and Monday, and then all fifteen teams again play on Tuesday. But we just jump right into it all on Thursday. So that, you know, the way, the reason they do that is because it's it's the winter in many places still, and yeah. if you've scheduled a home game in the snow, it doesn't work so well. So they try to give you a couple, they give you that one or two extra days off at the beginning of the season, so you can make up and move games if you have to. But I guess MLB this year has decided to. We're jumping into a full bore on a Thursday, so you know it's good, good for him. This is my my the extent of my knowledge of Major League Baseball. Who's on first? Yeah, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. He is. Yes, he is. Uh, let's give you a little bit more gun news before we head out today. Out of uh, Vermont, uh, you have the National Rifle Association applauded the decision by the Vermont Superior Court. Uh, this is on Friday to allow a lawsuit challenging the state's ban on standard capacity magazines to proceed. Uh, NRA is pleased to the court has followed, has allowed law-abiding gun owners to challenge Vermont's unconstitutional ban on standard capacity magazines. Good. Uh, said, said the, the NRA said, magazine bans do not deter criminals or improve public safety. Instead, they unconstitutionally burden the rights of law-abiding gun owners. Yeah, just like you said, Earl. Good. I would say that that also goes the same thing with with firearms bans you can say the same thing yeah, yeah no, you're, criminals don't care about laws no that's uh you know why they are what are they again they're criminals uh, yeah <laughs> you know, they're, they're criminals not worried about Hello, the laws yeah. they're criminals uh, at issue is the lawsuit uh excuse me at issue in the lawsuit is one of the measures signed into law by governor phil scott on april 11th 2018 which bans the possession sale purchase or transfer of long gun magazines with a capacity greater than 10 rounds and handgun magazines with a capacity greater than 15. So this, you know, is basically every uh, AR magazine that's ever been made. Yeah, pretty much. You know, because if you want to find, first off, try and find a 10-round AR magazine. Uh, You know, if you're not in California, you're not going to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even in California, they're going to say, no, it's a fixed magazine, so it's not a 10-round. So the 10 rounds can go, weird nuances of the law. If it's a fixed magazine, it has to, it could be more than 10 rounds. Uh, If it's a, detachable magazine it can only be 10 rounds because you know having 10 round magazines is clearly going to slow the shooter down just like it did nicholas cruz and marjorie mm-hmm. stoneman douglas high school who by the way folks if you didn't know this was using 10 round magazines you know why he was using 10 round magazines because he, he didn't think he can get all the 30 round magazines in his backpack yeah so he used all the 10 round magazines to shoot and and clearly they were able to stop and re- they were able to stop him while he was reloading um Something I also heard too, you know, yeah, you know, reloading and didn't his rifle jam? 
Uh, it, it did jam because he did not know proper rifle yeah. maintenance yeah. procedures. Oh, yeah. but wait a minute. But wait. You, you've got to enter the building before you can engage the bad guy. Sure do. Breaking law. Sure do. You can't be sitting outside looking for the vest in the trunk of your car going, yeah. I may go in. That's what my policy says. It uh -huh. does not say I shall. Uh -huh. so. Oh. Um, Jump back. Some, I'm, I'm sidetracking you big time. Nope. Gotta, We're good. Got to have some fun. Uh, New Zealand. Yes. They, you know, banning everything. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, at the stroke of a pen. Right. I heard some little blurb. I have not researched it all. Right. So far, 37 37 firearms turned in. 37. Yep. Up to all the 37. You know, I went online and I registered my firearms in New Zealand. Um, and and, uh, and I, I did. I had some great firearms. I, I, Super Soaker 2000? I did. I registered a Super Soaker 2000, and I did register a plasma rifle in the 40-watt range. No, just what you see in the case, sir. Just what you see in the case. I, I surely did. The serial number was T1000. You know? I registered a whole bunch of my firearms, and I, I, gave, uh, I did give some numbers out for some friends. I didn't put my number down, so... So if you guys are getting some calls, you know who I'm talking about. If you've already gotten those calls, let us know. Um, and uh, when they when they ask you for me, they might swear because I changed the spelling of my last name. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so it's not uh, it might it might sound a little off key, but they're New Zealanders. You know, I figured they you know they won't know they won't know. Yeah. So, uh, hey folks, I want to thank everybody for uh, for joining us uh, today. Don't forget to uh, uh, visit all our sponsors and friends and uh, our friends from uh, Next Level Training. We had Gary and Chad on, so thank you to them. Go to nextleveltraining.com. Uh, you can also look up uh, what Gary's doing over at Raider Tactical. That's RaiderTactical.us. And Chad's website. I thought you were looking it up. Oh, yeah, I didn't look it up. Uh, NorthStarTraining.com. Yes. So go to NorthStarTraining.com. And then, of course, uh, join the Firearms Policy Coalition, fpc.org, or, yes. uh, or firearmspolicy.org. You can go there as well. Uh, and then Major Bill joined us today, so much uh, much appreciated to Major Bill. And, as always. And then, then, uh, and, and then a very, a very uh, uh, sincere... Uh, welcome back to Earl and, uh, and, 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 and continued speedy recovery. Thank you. Hey, folks, until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.